0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: Thanks for downloading the SunRanto Show. For early and ad-free access to SunRanto. please become a subscriber at patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sonranto, where you'll have access to not only this show early and ad-free, but also our daily Cubs pod, which lets you know what happened in the Cubs game and all the Cubs news that's fit to print on a daily basis. Patreon.com slash Don't make me tell you again. Enjoy the show. Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins, sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Copy, Sunrento. Michael Cotton. Sunrento.
2: Michael Cotton. Sunrento and the love of Oluci. Lucho's Golly. Sunrento. Michael. Sunrento. Cotton. Sunrento
1: and the love of Oluci. Michael Cotton. Sunrento.
0: Show.
1: Hey, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show. Just what you wanted to do tonight after getting swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks is hang out and talk about your favorite team, the Chicago Cubs. Thanks for tuning in. Uh Just... Dominic Galoro's here tonight. He just said, just wanted to get my hashtag chance in before I cry myself to sleep. (laughs) Um, Well, hopefully we can put you to sleep with a very... That
2: right there is a message of hope and doom. Exactly. Get his chance in, then cry himself to sleep.
1: Yeah, hashtag chance in the chat, uh, and you can win a a message of hope and doom sent to you by me tonight. Um, Well, I won't send it tonight, but uh, you could win it tonight. And I want to welcome to the show... Uh, Mr. Fourth Row, Artie Boucher, who handled Cubs, Mr. Fourth Row, and, and handled Cubs pod for us all week long when the Cubs were playing the Rockies in Denver and uh, did a great job. So welcome to the Sun Rancer Show. How you doing, Artie?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity for doing that. It was uh, fun doing that part, but the baseball I saw in the at Coors Field was not so much fun.
2: No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was <laughs> God, it was kinda ugly. Oh
1: yeah, and uh I, I will say this too. Um fucking situation one right now. Lee Lee we're in right now. It's you just keep this a repeat.
2: Maybe like doing. a situation
1: we're in right now. It's a like it.
2: fucking situation. This is your this is your ringtone exactly. every time somebody calls you.
1: Hi mom. Hi. Um so no that it really is a disheartening fucking situation. We only won one game since there was a the last SunRantsa show and also disheartening to me is that IFG isn't here yet, so we don't know what happened to her. She'll be by hopefully soon. I should mention that. And uh, Michael Cotton, you're here. Um, I'm back. You're you're back. Yeah, that's right. You were gone last week.
2: Yeah, I was gone last week. I was watching uh, Annie DeFranco play uh, some tunes downtown. It was pretty good. Yeah, Fun. nice
1: to see her back. Like maybe she gets introduced to a, a new audience.
2: Here she is. It was it was pretty packed. A lot of young people there. Like it it was really. Uh, quite a few people, but I was digging Kristen Kristen Ford. She she came on earlier and she's thirty years younger than us because we're basically the same age as Zani DeFranco and uh she has all of her anger still well within reach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well we have lots of angry things to be or things to be angry about here tonight. Um and uh and ifg is is here hey
3: hi well, I, didn't one thing to be angry about. I thought we were starting after the game but okay <laughs> oh, did it,
1: well maybe well, we, the, maybe our game ended earlier than yours <laughs> because you, you know what i mean like maybe you were watching it and it's like you got a delay or something like that i don't know west west, on, west coast
2: that west coast time zone you know we're two hours earlier than you right so we've been on for two hours so, uh, what are you drinking, IFG? What are you What are you cracking
1: there? Canned I heard wine,
3: it. because that's all this team deserves right now.
1: <laughs> canned wine. I'm canned wine. We've come to that point of the season. Oh God, <laughs> it's the canned wine September collapse.
2: Welcome. <laughs> well, I am in contrast to what our team is doing. I am drinking an Oktoberfest beer from uh, Lake Time Brewery. Because I am celebrating Oktoberfest, but the Cubs seem to not even have any interest in October at all.
3: They are not very festive, I will give you that. I, at I, all.
1: <laughs> yeah, well do the Cubs even do they even play in October? They do. They they are gonna play October baseball this year. Yeah, one game. One game. <laughs> it's October first against the Brewers. It's the last game of the season joey w writes in more like a mad dog 2020 season you know i puked banana red mad dog behind this guy's uh, bed one time when i was like 19 years old you know one of those alcohol mistakes you make when you're young that you don't realize what what's happening to you and um uh i've never been able to take that stuff again (laughs) like oh man i can still (laughs) smell it in my throat you know just just terrible, and it's yeah. kind of how that's I great. feel about the Cubs season. So it's a- appropriate comment, Joey.
3: Yeah, the like the time I mix the Eggermeister and Shock Top.
0: <laughs>
2: oh God!
3: Mistakes <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> just... have been made.
0: <laughs> what are you drinking, Artie? What, so I'm drinking you? Mountain Dew Voodoo. So maybe the Cubs can use a little Voodoo to get some freaking Mountain alcohol. Dew has a Voodoo flavor. Like, yes. what flavor is Voodoo? It's a so, mystery it, flavor. <laughs>
2: I always called voodoo was Mountain Dew and vodka. I always called that a voodoo, but I don't think they're bottling up. Actually, no, Mountain Dew actually does have hard Mountain Dew now. You can go get alcoholic Mountain Dews. Yeah, Yeah.
1: no, we've I've seen that all the brands are coming out with alcoholic versions Mm -hmm. of themselves. And uh, hey, so are the people they're coming out with alcoholic versions of themselves, too. And they're running (laughs) the streets of Chicago as we speak. Um, speaking of alcoholic degenerates, thank you to our 116 Patreon supporters <laughs> who keep this show live on the air. We love you. Seriously, we Cheers. don't do this show without you. It's the only reason we do it. And if you're not one, you should be because it's only a dollar a month. to go to patreon.com slash sunranto and you sign up and you get to join our discord cord and you get to also join us after the show tonight where we're, we're going to be hanging out commiserating uh, on this just really epic uh, Cubs collapse. Um, It's also brought to you by Blake Beard's Tickets. Very few games, only six games left this season where you can buy Blake Beard's tickets. I don't even know if they're all available right now, but um, at the Blake Beard on Twitter, if you want uh, two tickets down the third baseline that are. And if you're
3: going to drink about this team, you might as well do it at the ballpark.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Why not? You might as well
2: do it before you go into the ballpark. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. maybe a bar across the street might be better for you. Hit um, hit
2: the Nisei or Wrigley North or something like that. And then, you know, all the different places. And then you go in. Did you guys see Nisei got broken into?
3: I did. I'm furious. Who do I have to beat up over this? Like, I will fly to Chicago.
1: I mean, it really is a kind of... I mean, of all the bars to break into, it's like... What
2: what were they going to find? Like, did they steal the bottle of... uh, Jalapeno Malort, Malort filled, filled right. with baseballs it, that, what that they, they would mean- not allow me to drink from.
1: Speaking of voodoo flavor, anything with <laughs> Malort, yeah, is that voodoo? Is that Malort flavored Mountain Dew? Is that what is? <laughs> pretty? could raise the <sighs> deck. Um Also, Rogue Wave Creative is one of our sponsors he, at a, a special level. Um, he does branding and uh, web design, and also we're giving away five. Uh, quintuple XL jerseys to whoever gains the most weight over the holiday. It's a weight gain <laughs> competition. And, uh, hey, I you know, a Sunranto show's got to jump the shark somehow. It's been a while. So let's have a weight gain competition and get canceled. Um, so anyway, we're giving away those. So look forward to that. And all the eating too. I'd be looking forward to that. I might try to win that. Um, a north side numbers game, the Cubs PS plus podcast also sponsors us. That's Mike Waller's podcast. And uh, I listened to it this week and he had Brendan Miller from CHGO, or as we call it on this show, Chugo. Chug-o. 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 Um, yeah, they hate that so much. I don't understand why
2: it's, they- <laughs> it's their fault. You gotta lean into that.
1: They made it
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, they decided to do Chugo. I don't know. I,
3: I could see I've why. I'm trying this- to do Chugo on this show, and nobody mm-hmm. sponsored me yet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cody literally does a beer bat. You know, like a chug, and they still don't call it chuggo. I'm like the chuggo chug. Like this just writes itself, and they just don't lead in. I can see why you don't do Denver. Like you don't want to be like. Well, we do. They they do have one. It's D N V R. I know that's what I I just said. Chuggo works that you just fill in the vowels automatically with. Doesn't
2: like work the same. I think I'd call it D-never.
1: Yeah. <laughs> never. Sounds like a bad reverb. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Rockies did never want the,
2: anything The Rockies ever. did never want it. They never yeah. will. Uh, unless they're playing the Cubs. God damn it. All so right.
1: there are no, 12 yeah. games left.
2: Yeah. Well, Three before against- we get into what's coming up, let's talk about these games that we just got through, Danny. We got Artie on here. For, M- Mr. Fourth Row, sitting in the fourth row, watching these games. Reporting on it for us, giving us the week off, which was wonderful, not having to wake up and having to do that, and getting a chance to listen to somebody else do it was very interesting because it's kind of hard to do it every, every other day. And just get your thoughts out for the one game. Each welcome
1: time. welcome to the show where Michael complains about
2: the show he's on. <laughs> the fuck but goes? uh but, <laughs> but yeah. It's so, really hard
1: and I had to wake up and it really sucked and it I does. Thought it was the biggest pain in
2: the ass my life has. Makes makes my <laughs> life so, so much running. harder. <laughs> but yeah, so Artie, tell us about the games. I mean, you got to see the triumphant return of Chris Bryant. Uh, the the third baseman that all Rockies fans hated as long as uh, Arenado was there, and then he returned and now he plays first base. I guess
1: right <laughs> because- yeah, were Rocky fans even excited or were Cub fans ex- just excited to see Chris Bryant more? Like, who is more excited to see Chris Bryant back? Cub fans or Rockies fans?
0: Oh well, the 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 thing that I got from the fans around me was that. Oh, Chris Bryant is is playing. <laughs> <That> <laughs> we is <alive? laughs> and we're and we're like, and you know, us Cubs fans, we were like, well, uh, you know, we're glad we, you know, we got out of that mess, you know, luckily enough. And you know, it's funny. Um, some of the conversations I was having with some of the uh, Cubs fans, it's, uh, you know, what was mentioned, I think, before by you, Danny, on one of the podcasts, was that, um, you know, that rumor is out there that. Um, KB wants to be in a place that uh, doesn't draw a lot of attention. It's, they're like, yeah, well, he can probably go in the grocery store here and not get recognized because he plays for the Rockies, which oh, is, yeah. <laughs> you know, a team that isn't um, popular and we, You know, it's, 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 well, right now it's nugget, Nuggets, you know, being the champs. The Nuggets, uh, Abs, Broncos, then Rockies. If that, the only you know.
2: reason anybody would probably do a double take on him is that he is like yeah. six foot four.
0: Right, he's really tall. That's yeah. like, <laughs> the only reason.
2: They're
1: like he must play for the Nuggets. Is probably
2: what they think. <laughs> he's, 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 he's like, Jok- you look familiar. Are you a point guard for the yeah. Nuggets?
3: Yeah.
1: Are you are, are you Djokovic? <laughs> <laughs> we have a cat. We have a cat sighting. Alexander Humphreys denied. Alexander other names. Guinness Humphrey yeah. Bogart. Yeah, I had a, I had one of the names in there, if not two. <laughs> um, cat sighting. It, well, it, you
3: know this that was stop.
1: <laughs> PCA came up and you got to see his debut as well. Right. Um, didn't go quite as well as Javi's debut back in 2014 when he hit a game-winning home run. Three
0: of us. Um, yeah. PCA yeah. though
1: was covering mad ground out in the outfield and that was exciting to see. Even though we only won one of the three games against the worst team in the National League, it was still exciting to see PCA because we're never going to see him again. Apparently, he's just does he's not on the team anymore. I. It's, at least I haven't seen him except for maybe an inning or two yesterday when he was a defensive replacement for an inning in the seventh or something. Like that. <laughs> 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 the Ross GPT special. but So uh, I know you were sitting right behind him. So it looked exciting on TV. We saw him cover a lot of ground. I don't think we've seen that kind of play out there for a long time. How did it look live? Was it as exciting as, um, as it felt like it?
0: Yeah, because – yeah because Coors Field is uh you know you've been there Michael of course, has been there a lot Coors Field is pretty spacious and you got to cover if you're an outfielder sometimes you got to cover a lot of ground and you know the um if you're used to being at Coors Field watching you know like oh that's going to be hit that's going to be hit but you got you got this PCA he's he's fast and it was like amazing that he caught those uh two or three uh, catches uh, a lot of them were right in front of me cuz I was literally in like just uh just center of left center field uh, where I was sitting. So that was good to see, you know, of course, the one that, you know, that was the tough play that he did miss, but I mean, he was at least there, you know, so it was, it was really good to see, somebody cover that and uh, basically give happen and uh, Suzuki, you know. Hey, you guys can just play down the lines. I'll take the rest, you
1: know. <laughs> Speaking of defense, uh, David Elliott writes in, IFG just threw the cat better than
2: Madrigal from first to third. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She didn't even have to run halfway to the door.
3: <laughs> Zero steps taken just yeet.
1: Uh-oh. Actually, Madrigal's gotten a lot better. He's not taking five steps anymore. And somebody—I forget which announcer remarked—they're like, "Oh yeah, he realized he actually had a pretty good arm and just started throwing the ball normally, and then it was fine." Like, what the hell? What is going on? <laughs> hey, you well, know, you're you're like the coach telling him, like, "Hey, you don't you don't have to take all those steps. You just <laughs> just take one step and throw it."
2: Oh really? Yeah. I thought that's how you do it. Yeah. Oh my god. It?
1: So, and uh, also Alfie Campos writes in Ross hates rookies. It certainly oh does God, seem that does. way. He
3: really does. He only likes old men who are grayer than he is, like, like <laughs> Jan Gomes.
2: Ro- oh. Ross is over here screaming,
3: Talkman's a rookie.
0: I'm a him play- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let the kids play.
3: You
1: mean Mike Talkman? <laughs> <laughs> no, the other kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. Canario still only with the one at bat, but on the team. Um, right. He did not play in well, – he hasn't played at all. All week he didn't play. He's just there.
2: Nope. He's just there. He yeah. On. C- Candelario hurts his back, cannot play, and you're like, oh, well, I mean, it's almost the same name. At least he can go out and take some at-bats. Like, you probably need him at this point. Nope, not going to see him. Like, we're down guys. Guys are just falling apart, and he still doesn't get to play.
1: Well, and I've really I've seen a lot of Ross hatred. So much so, and I, we've been on this for a while. We've been like, I don't know, David Ross is the guy. Like he seems. Bad.
2: Everybody is chasing this show. When Everybody it comes exactly, to exactly.
1: Well, and and that now we've gotten to this level. So, look at this. Look what people are making. Like, Dave and Buster's graphics where they call him dumb and bald. Which, <laughs> by the way, if you're going to make a dumb and bald joke, like, at least get a picture of him without hair. Like, you know come what on, I
3: mean? right? You know, like, there's got to be a...
1: Mm, come on. I'm all for ripping out his bald, dumb baldness. <laughs> but uh, you need a graphic to do it
3: I, I respect it. Yeah. I, you know, I just... I. I've been sitting with this for a minute because, you know, it always gets to the point in the season where I'm going to get, like, overly emotional about how much we've lost. And I'm like, who can I really blame for this? You know, like, yeah, it's easy to point at Ross. And then, like, part of me is like, well, you know, he's doing the best he has with what he has. And, like, we know he's not very good. But, like, if you really have, look at this.
1: Yeah. No, I saw you. In fact, I was going to ask you to bring this up because th- just explain what this is, please, because this is very telling.
3: Yes. Yeah, so the negative this is,
1: wins. Yeah.
3: This is pulled from Baseball Reference. It's our roster uh organized by negative war.
2: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Read through uh, it. So we please. have at
3: the top. We have at the top Trey Mancini, who's played on defense for 55 games and has a war of minus 1.4. Jamison Tyone, who has pitched in 27 games uh, and has a salary of of $14 million for a war of negative 0.9. Skipping over Matt Mervis, who is a baby and doesn't count, uh, and Caleb Killian, who's been in only three games. We've got Eric Hosmer, who in 15 games has cost us an entire half win of play. Um, and then Tucker Barnhart, who in 46 games, 42 of them as catcher and four as a pitcher, uh, has cost us <laughs> half a game as well for a tune of uh, three and a quarter million dollars. I wonder how many
1: of uh, how much of his negative war is his pitching. It <laughs> would be so unfair,
2: wouldn't that be funny? Well, if it's like he, as a catcher, he's just zero, but he's point one on every time he he hit the mound.
1: He's trying to get a new contract. They're like, "Well, you were negative five war." He's like, "But it was my pitching." It was like, just well, don't, "Don't go pitch out there anymore." Hey, better work on your curveball, buddy.
3: I just feel like, like. Like at the end of this season, when we are a game and a half out of a wild card position, like those are the people that we need to be mad at because for $25 million, we got 3.3 3 games behind.
1: Yeah. And well, and here we are. We're actually on the outs right now because there is basically a tie for the third wild card spot that we're in with Miami, but they own the season series.
2: And so does Arizona.
1: Yeah, so, versus us. Yeah, and so does oh, Cincinnati. but I guess Arizona's right got a half us.
2: game. Arizona has a half game. Cincinnati is a half game behind us, and they own this season series. So,
1: yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so we just have to get, we have to do this by record because all the teams that are still in it, I'm kind of thinking San Francisco is not going to be the team, but you never know. There's still you know time for this to shake out a little bit differently, but they're two back. Um, but right now we're out. We're out of this. Like if the season ended tomorrow kind of thing, we're out.
3: Yeah, so, so, so Mike oh. Waller here in the chat brings up, he says this is largely a front office problem in my opinion, not to fully clear Ross, but the roster was a really big problem early. I couldn't agree more. Thank you for setting me up for my next little slide here. Look at May. Yeah. The orange team. to be lost. In,
2: yeah, these, this is a graphic with all the losses that we had in May. Yeah. So
3: this is this is between uh, between April twenty eighth and May twenty uh, or May thirty first we lost eighteen or lost twenty one games and won ten. So in the month of May alone, like not even counting getting swept by the uh, Florida Marlins, uh, in the last three days of uh, April. In the month of May alone, we lost eighteen games in one ten. We were playing the Washington Nationals. We were playing the Minnesota Twins. We were playing the St. Louis Frickin' yeah, Cardinals. We, we lost
1: two or three. Louis.
3: I mean, Cincinnati Reds, and we lo- we lose all these games. We win ten games in May. Thankfully, we you know play in a league that has a split season, and nothing before the All Star break counts.
2: Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. they say, they say that you cannot win the division in May, but you can lose.
3: We can
2: that. certainly lose one. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what we're looking at. And and, and and we have talked about this on this show, uh, quite a bit, just about how they broke with the wrong team and continued to ride that because the worst thing that could have happened to the Cubs happened in April. And that was that they won. With that bad team, they happened to win. They went 500, and- well, which, was, but- which
1: was better than was expected, which felt like waiting.
2: Well, but yeah. they were good early. Then they started to drop off late. Started- and that's how they- <laughs> but that's how they ended up with that 500 April. Like, we had a good stretch in there. And everybody got excited. And then they started dropping off. And then we got May, which was when we yeah. found out which was and everybody came around to our way of thinking which was what are we doing with this team out here yeah so
1: okay. so
2: and then we, and we continue
1: to see that too like with the idea of Ross hates rookies and i'm not saying that like pca is going to come up in fact he looks a little bit overmatched in some of his at bats to me you know um but if he was going to come up late-inning replacement, steal a bag, lay down a bunt, you know, that's that's fine. And I can see them using him that way more so. The people that are calling him for him to, like, just be given the starting center fielder job with, with a robe and a crown and rookie of the year instantly, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, he's got to play his way onto the team. He hasn't even had really a proper, like, spring training with the team. He is really young. I think they should give him more of a chance, especially in these spacious outfields that they've been playing in in Colorado. And specifically- the whole
2: point was to bring him up in this spot where he could do the things that he is truly special at. And, Artie, you saw this. You saw the guy running around out there in the outfield. And
3: it was beautiful.
2: And you did you get to see him I guess he was on base one time, right? Yeah. Or yeah
0: twice. Uh well yeah, he was on base one time. Uh he got thrown out because he thought he could still sec um Yeah, that it, you yeah, know what? Yeah, that was a that was That's yeah. A-
3: I expect a brand-new baby who just got caught up to make bad decisions like that. They should be making those decisions in April, not September. Yeah, But I do expect them to make those decisions. Right. And now, Ross- Artie,
2: did you get to see him throw? Like, did you get to see the arm on the kid at all? Like, did he have any plays that he was trying to make?
0: He didn't really have anything beyond, um, you know, just the, the typical stuff that, you know, like a base hit that uh, went center field. He had to get the ball back in, you know, anything. Just that typical type stuff. Right. It, um, I, you
2: know, and, and I'm asking because I saw, I got the chance to see him last year playing in a playoff game in Cedar Rapids. And those were the things that I saw was just his, the speed, the arm, the, the hitting was okay. I think he, I think he got a couple of hits that night, but it wasn't anything like amazing, you know, but the other stuff was. And that's honestly, that's, some of the stuff that you can really see when you're watching it
1: yeah but don't you know that david ross isn't in the interest of developing players (laughs) right now
3: (laughs) this is like grinds my gears because if you are a baseball manager on a major league team you are developing players 100% of the time in your job
1: yeah. And the idea is. You are developing
3: new- major league players who have been there for 10 years, and you're developing new babies who you called up yesterday. You are always developing players. And if you are not in a developing players mindset, you are in the wrong job.
2: Jamison Tyone signed with this team for the exact reason that they were going to help him develop new stuff. <laughs> that was
3: the whole right. point. Yeah. He was like, man, I'm kind of not. My best self right now, I would like to sign with this team who has the fabled pitch lab that's gonna help me be a better me. That is developing players, yeah. like that doesn't mean
0: mm. not in you know, I'm
3: not forever because, like, I know that's who we are, but still, yeah, please, and, somebody else, talk.
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and not to excuse, um, you know. Uh, you know, PCA's a terrible start as hitting, but in Colorado, he was put into some really tough spots. He mm-hmm. wasn't a, uh, he bunted in a very tight spot to get somebody over and then, you know, <laughs> Which, what, but, but that's you. also the Cubs too, is the Cubs can get people on base but they can't bring him in. So those were his, the tight spots that he was stuck well, Stop I don't him. mind him doing
1: that because he is that kind of guy. He's fast. He could bunt for a hit, you know. And and maybe it's his actually best way on because. Well, you got to bunt at the stuck. right time. You don't that just go the tell right the kid
2: in his first at bat in the major leagues. Go bunt. But he yeah, did.
1: that's what it was though, and he did
0: it. And he got it down, and it was a bunt situation. I that's what it was, but that's not what you do. Right. I know it, it, it. it's not. Don't make
3: me get the shirt out. And he yeah. got
0: the runner that w- was on first out a second but, and he got off
2: but can we talk <laughs> about another fact that i have to sit here and complain about butts i fucking love bunts. you never but yeah you just have to do it at the right
1: time so but can we talk about ross's other quote which is not just that uh you know i hate rookies <laughs> and i'm not here to develop people but uh, that he also is gonna just ride his guys into battle that he's been here with all ride year. ride them
3: into the fucking grave because they're almost as old as I am.
1: I know, and they're tired. Like that's the that's the whole point of the September call ups, probably in the first place to a develop guys that you now these guys are going to get a taste. You have an expanded roster, and they were overusing it before, so I'm fine with just it being two, two, three people or whatever it is. But I'd like a few more, but maybe not the entire forty man Right, roster. but it also is isn't it helpful to have like some fresh legs. Now I know these guys have been playing in the minors, but that's really more development and it's not as grueling as a major league baseball season. It just isn't. But to have these guys come up and help your team right now, they've got to play.
3: Right, um, it doesn't help anybody if Canny is sitting on the bench.
1: Yeah, because Dansby Swanson's going zero for six in like a freaking thirteen inning game. Right, and it's because he's leg, he's tired, man. Like, yeah, can he, he's playing the hardest position, and he's tired. Can you figure it out? like. Like, you know, I don't Nico know, maybe put Nico Horn-
3: at shortstop and let Christopher play, play for second. five minutes.
1: Yeah,
2: put
3: I,
1: Madrigal at third or second. Put, literally put do anything.
2: You Right, you have the personnel to make the changes and make it work.
3: Right, but you have people. No, you would rather just give up your DH for the third or fourth time this season to do nothing. Let me,
2: let me tell you a little story. I'll tell you a story, oh, story that I heard from my grandfather back when I was a youngin, and it was about a team in Chicago that played in 1969. And all they did was just play the exact same players the entire season, and there was a curse that killed them. And the curse <laughs> was Leo DeRocher. No, it was a cat. Those-
1: Cat. It was a cat. You're wrong. <laughs> it wasn't
2: it nothing to do. Yeah, with the mo- so where's yeah. the cat? I, I I just said, the most famous second place team in the history of baseball is out there at all times for us to learn from, and yet they they don't seem to get it.
1: Oh, I gotta upload Cubs of '69 now for the closing song. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because yeah, we definitely. They we're the that.
3: Cubs of '69.
1: Make the greatest nice. second place team of all time. Um. So yeah, the other th- game. Well, we should talk about that crazy game yesterday because, th- to be honest, the Rocky series was kind of boring. Like there was the one win, which we're all very well, well, proud hold of. On, hold so on, hold on, hold
2: on. One second. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> we brought Artie on.
1: <laughs> he watched, He watched all the games. Like we don't he need to know like, like four I things. I just Artie, Did you? Hi, eat Artie. The- how are you? I like Artie. your hat like, Artie, we did, were, did you eat the We ball were
2: balls on it tonight? Did we did were just you? fucking. Everybody was like riled up. Nobody gives and... a fuck about the a- anything
1: <laughs> because Let's interrupt
3: just, us, Artie. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Um,
0: Artie, did you, you eat the bull too. balls? No, I did not.
1: No, have you had the bull balls there before?
0: I have not. Yeah. Yeah. What's oh,
3: a bull ball? Please Rocky uh, Rocky bowl detail, guys. But- shut up and let Artie talk.
0: Rocky Mountain oysters, which are, if people do not know, they are they get a certain part of the anatomy off of a bull, the Just balls, so and, and and yeah, and they fry them up.
3: Yeah, in Colorado, I, I
2: have <laughs> penis. Yeah. I've had them. It tastes like they—they uh, they always want to tell you that it tastes like chicken. It doesn't taste like chicken. It tastes like speaking uh, of
3: bull penis. You chewier. know who was available at the trade deadline? <laughs> Paul Sewald. You know what team got them? The Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. You know who probably needed some bullpen help? The Chicago Cubs. Yeah. I'm just oh, saying. no,
2: say.
1: Yeah, we we needed some bull bull penis and some bull balls, and we did. We got. Quas, who, I don't know, he's interesting. I, I don't hate Quas, like I don't, uh, but it, it's not seawalled. Um, and by the way, their entire bullpen sounds like sea monsters. As I was going through that 13 inning game of everybody they had, like Fly, like, it's, it's like, m- ah, I said, hey,
3: it's a is that it's- a Pokemon with three heads? Yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's got tentacles, it's, it's a mantiply. It's and little suckers <laughs> on his fingers. Or Aquaman's a nemesis. Yeah. They, oh <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. You got the big black head, right? Like it's this giant wow. thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. like a, a like a Guar character. Um. Yeah. there is and and also the Brewers got Chafin, who's helping them. They keep winning. So now the division's off. Like, remember when we were a game out? We're like, tell it Eric, who was in the chat by the way, bragging that the. Eric uh, Wheeler was in you the show. I-, I don't know where his go away.
0: Eric Wheeler.
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, dude. Yeah, exactly. This is not that kind of show. This is late night. This is the Sunday Scary Show. Oh but um,
3: we all been drinking for hours. Go away. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> got it. Where was I going with this? I don't even know. Don't what was know. I going to say? Hi. Oh yeah, Hi. the Sea Monster game. Oh yeah, they have all their guys sound like Sea Monsters. They got bullpen help. Oh. The Diamondbacks look like a team. Against the Cubs, anyway, that's ready to to have that kind of season where they're going to get hot at the right time, and they might even make a little playoff run because now they're in the playoffs and they're you know they're taking over from us, and they got more help. They've got more interesting players. They're 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 stealing bases. They're getting the big hits, um, and even somebody like Zotch Davies as. Or as Michael Cotton calls him, evil Kyle Hendricks. <laughs> evil Kyle. Um,
2: you know, evil unfortunately, Kyle. so his picture on uh, MLB.com, he has like the bad teenage mustache and the goatee. And when he's on the mound, like you can't see it. But when they get real close, you can kind of see it. He, he can't grow facial hair, but he still has it. And it's. I think it makes him more evil. Yeah, this is just the old, the old days they me. would put like the big full thing on him. But yeah, he's just more evil because he can't even grow out the, the fur that he's supposed to have.
3: This is just particularly annoying for me because I haven't acknowledged the existence of the Arizona Diamondbacks since Randy Johnson was on the team.
2: Yeah. And the
1: Cubs suck against the Diamondbacks too. It's 51 and th- the Diamondbacks are 51 and 37 against us. So the Cubs are 37 and 51 and they're, or no, actually 52 now. And the Cubs are 83 and 94 overall against the Diamondbacks. So we have a losing record against that franchise and, um, against freaking idiot, freaking Zach Zach Davies, evil Kyle. Check Remember
3: this. when we <laughs> traded you, Darvish, for oh, Zach Davies? That, that's like
1: the worst part of it. Like, that, <laughs> he that's was, like the he icing. Was terrible. <laughs> that's the cherry on top of this freaking shit Sunday. So, the, but here, check this out. Against the Cubs, Zach Davies, a man with a 434 lifetime ERA in his quite long career, mostly with the Brewers, against the Cubs is more than half a run better with a 377 ERA, which is many, many starts. I remember many a game of him being our Kryptonite because he throws that Kyle Hendricks stuff. And when we had all those home run hitters, they could they only could hit fastballs. And what is wrong before. with Kyle
3: Hendricks that he's not teaching us how to hit slow baseballs?
1: Yeah, You should be teaching teaching our guys. Kyle Hendricks would carve our team up back then.
3: Literally, <laughs> he would so, murder us.
1: So, uh, but when freaking Zotch Davies, who they got, played for the Cubs, he had a five seventy eight ERA. I mean, he has a he has an ERA two runs better against the Cubs than he did playing for the Cubs, and that's just the kind of luck. And I was listening to the Chuggo podcast, and Corey Friedman, it was a, on Friday night, and we're facing Zach Davies the, the next day, and he said, matter of fact, factly, he goes. Oh well, the Cubs are never going to hit Zach Davies. We're going to absolutely get cre- creamed by him. So like, don't even watch tomorrow. <laughs> it's not even worth it. And he said it so matter of fact, like he knew it was going to happen. I'm like, you know what? He's right. So I texted him. I'm like, dude, there was nothing more obvious in the world to me than the fact that the Cubs were not going to hit Zach Davies.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's it's uh, it's been nothing but bad bad choices all all the time and. Earlier,
1: you know when who we
3: were could hit Zach Walsh? Davies? Who? Who?
1: Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, he he might get a chance to do it remember, in the freaking remember wild card. The time
3: he hit two home runs against Zach Davies in the same game, that was delightful. <laughs> Too bad we gave him away to the uh, a different team that's actually going to be in the playoffs for nothing, for zero dollars, for no money at all. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, we were talking about Kwas earlier. We traded Nelson Velasquez for him. Yeah. And uh Nelson Velazquez in a position that the Cubs kinda needed, you know, that that backup center fielder. He's uh been worth zero point eight war in the since he's gone over to Kansas City. And he's got a nine eleven OPS.
1: Yeah, he's hit a ton of dongs, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, got ten home runs
2: one. in that time. Yeah, like, I was
1: sad about that, but they didn't like him. And it was obvious he came up, hit a grand slam, got sent down, never it, played him again. It's just like I don't get just playing all the wrong guys, but they're like, "Yeah, Mancini, get out there, play some right."
2: <laughs> You're like, "What?" So, Artie, right. what? What else? We've got Talkman sitting in the wings. We'll we'll be fine. It's his summer. So,
3: his Artie, name doesn't end in a Z.
2: Artie, Artie, more
1: Cubs fans at at, at uh, Coors Field than Rockies fans. Would you say?
0: I would definitely say, yeah. It's uh there's definitely a lot of more blue than purple uh, there. Um, the you know, the Rockies are not doing well, you know, so they're not drawing, especially on Wednesday for the for the day game. It was uh you know, Ooh, stadium was wasn't empty. filled. Yeah, it wasn't really empty. Uh yeah. I mean the balls were all those home run balls, but weren't hit by the Cubs players that go all around me. Um they were all hit by the Rockies fans, especially KB's, uh um, that went over there. Uh it was it was it was awful. It was a, it was not a fun game to watch or a series to watch, uh being as a Cubs fan.
1: It was a bad – the whole week was bad. I mean, but we have to acknowledge that 13-inning fiasco because that was really just kind of – that was the worst game of the week. Maybe of of the year. It's up there. Like, it's definitely in the top three worst games of the year. It's the most recent worst game, so it feels very fresh in my mind.
2: They tied on Saturday, (laughs) didn't they? No, unfortunately,
1: they've <laughs> changed the rules in a way that you can never watch. And here's, and I'm not, I'm not coming around on Manford, man. I think having a runner on second is stupid, but it does make the game more interesting in the fact that you can go back and forth, back and forth, scoring this stupid runner, and it like, and at the end when you've been bored to tears for innings because nobody's doing anything, <laughs> nobody's on base for four goddamn innings, and finally. In this stupid tie game where nobody's doing shit, at least there's something going on. Like, but at, this, at the but end, this
2: at least... Is, and this is the argument. This is the grand baseball argument that everybody has to have now because of fucking Manfred. How much do we really want to reward mediocrity? Because this fucking, like, having a guy on base in extra innings just so that something happens, that's fucking rewarding mediocrity. Having uh, the Cubs and the Diamondbacks battling it out. It's like, yeah, it's exciting because they're both battling for this fucking invented spot that what didn't exist for 150 years of baseball. And now all of a sudden it exists. And, we, and is it fun? Sure. But it is still... Rewarding mediocrity, like, it is. But it's also this fun. is the worst. But it's fun. It, it's so fucking it frustrating is. for me because it's like you're you're be. It's uh, I don't I don't know. It's 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 like a fucking sitcom. Yeah, I can sit down. I can watch it. I might laugh once a half hour, and it's fine, whatever. But it's not fucking high art. It's a fucking sitcom. That's what we supposed get to be.
3: It's
2: it's baseball, it's not high art. Yeah, well, I, no, I love- it is fucking high art. I I disagree. Baseball is mean, sometimes it's the high art, art forms, and it's being like, fucking ruined by these people who just keep look, throwing all this stuff in there. Look, look look look, I, look, look, look. I'm look. fine if you want to have this end of season tournament, but please let's call it the end of season tournament. Let's let's really fucking rev they this. They pretty thing much up. do. It's just let's make this. But let's just make it the NCAA. Like let's just turn it into that.
3: Cotton, I will agree with you. I consider the wild card the postseason, but not playoffs.
2: What's that? Well, like if you're not
3: if you're not going for a division, it's not a playoffs yet. Like the wild card is something separate. It is it is the postseason determining who goes to the playoffs series.
1: Oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I want to bring in this comment. Um, God David God. Elliott says, Without the Manfred man, games could theoretically go 18 plus I hate this. and involve the backup 12. catcher pitching. <laughs> Do we really want that? MLB doesn't think so.
3: We should call it after 12. If it's a tie, it's a tie. Fuck you.
1: Well, it's, um, he's, he's referring to Michael's clothes, who's yeah, wearing it, it, a John day <laughs> hat. And, 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 and uh, here's putcher. the problem
2: here's the problem with that. Lucky they they bring in the backup catcher when they're up by ten now. Yeah, like yeah. they just bring in the backup catcher whenever no, the fuck no, they life, want. It's a not even a thing And anymore. then we got to deal with it.
3: It's stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking over you, but we agree.
2: Yeah, and uh, Mike Waller. As we generally do as we argue. We agree. It's weird
1: because. <laughs> it, but here's the I, Mike Waller says a tie should be okay. I agree with that. But what I what I'm wondering is. Is this with the Manfred man rule? Uh, I had was talking to somebody the other night about like how they're, you know, doing the replacements and uh, the, the, you know, how you're playing the game. Sure. Now you're not, you're, you're playing that the inning, it's that the game's going to end this inning. You're not playing in a way you, because you know that there's a high probability that the other team's going to score their run. So you're always playing for the two runs, and you're never thinking that I'm going to need another pitcher next inning because this game's going to – we're either going to lose it or we're going to win it. So you're not thinking in terms of like, and I need to save this bullpen arm, and I can't blow this guy. So lossy – And if
3: you're David Ross, you're not thinking I'm going to need a designated hitter the next inning.
1: Exactly. Oh, If you're you're David Ross, you're
2: just not But you are thinking I'm okay with blowing this guy. <laughs> and blowing the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Raising? Oh, Raising,
1: I don't know what you're <laughs> thinking, Cotton, but I am certainly not thinking these
2: things. But uh, I'm just I... talking about you know using guys whenever you feel. Oh, that that once that's again, well, once <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing
1: over
0: there? Not good at this.
3: Hi, oh, Arnie. How are I, you? I
0: was gonna say I think they should. <laughs> Put in the uh, Mr. Baseball role. I don't know if you guys. If Let's do it. Which one? Mr. Which baseball.
3: I love Mr. Baseball. Tell but, me
0: more. There's the, 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 the scene where it's like the the game can't end after whatever, 16 innings or whatever he said. And he's like, when do we make it up? We don't. That's it, baby. You know? So who knows? Yeah.
2: That's Didn't it. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Baseball role.
0: Just, just the other do it. The,
2: the, the, and um, they had ties back in the day. They had yeah. ties as recently as 2016 yeah. when yeah. the Cubs ended the season on a tie against Pittsburgh because they are all like, why the fuck are we doing
3: Frick this? It, we're out. Yeah, They used to um, call of
2: darkness, too, a lot.
1: Yeah, call of darkness
3: yeah. was a reason for a tie. Um, and there were other reasons, I'm sure. If you dig hard enough, I haven't. Um, yeah. But I can say that every other professional league on earth, including the CPBL and the NPB, um and kbo as well i believe uh calls games after 12 innings no matter what and they just deal with ties at the end of the season it counts as both a half a win and half a, a half a loss and it's fine like it's fine and then we don't have to deal with burning a bullpen or position players or whatever for the 13th to 15th to 28th inning of a game that ultimately shouldn't freaking matter And when everybody has to go home and, like, play again the next day. Like, when we're talking about baseball getting to a point where managing pitcher innings really does matter for the purposes of people's health, we should probably be limiting innings more than we are, like, adding random ghost runners. Though, to be fair, international baseball rules have a ghost runner on first and second in extra innings. Well, okay, and you want to bring up. that up?
2: <clears throat> Corey Finneran, uh late of the Ivy Envy podcast, when they were talking about, when this first started coming up, uh, I remember seeing him say that they should just have the bases loaded. And if you're going to do it, yeah, fucking do it I, that way because you know what? You'll never get past the tenth because a base hit will score two or three I, or I like I like runners
3: one. on first and second. That's international baseball rules. That's what's done in. But if you fill the, up the bases, that's what's done in the Premier numbers 12, are going to be different every in, time. Yeah, but I don't like my goal isn't to end the game faster. But we, right. you don't like I,
2: bunts though. I hate bunts. And what I found but, out. What I found out a couple of weeks ago is that if you guys, if you have a guy in first and second, it's okay to bunt at the end of the okay, game to move them like, over.
3: Look, I hey, heard that if somewhere. It, works, if it, works, it still it. blows the my that I, don't like mind. To bunt, that. I like bunts when they work. The fact well, is getting, they, no, really I. Hey, so hey, but my, point is, my point is to be consistent across leagues. Because we are trading players with NPB. We are trading players with KBO. Lots of guys who are, you know, finding that their skills are no longer 100% relevant in MLB baseball go to Taiwan to finish out their careers. Like, why not play consistently, like, have the same rules of baseball worldwide
2: Oh, because I don't be fucking care in the about the same baseball. rules. We shouldn't Premier even have the same rules in yet. the MLB. We wait, wait,
3: hold <laughs> on. <laughs> <A> one at <laughs> a time. I can't understand the, the other one. Cotton, wait. shut up. I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cotton, <laughs> do you realize that when you talk over here that nobody can hear anything?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Shush.
3: I just... What I am saying is in every professional <laughs> baseball league on earth other than MLB, we end games after twelve innings with a tie, if necessary.
2: Okay, and,
3: and in and international it, tournaments, in tournament play, they have extra inning games with runners on first base and second.
2: Okay, and and,
3: and to be I, sa- I was not against that. Weeks, I was just saying I would to agree with as well. <sighs>
2: Okay, and Thank you, David, Elliott, hold on. David Elliott I'm sorry, I'm makes sorry. the point: yes. The challenge of baseball oh, is so the, the fact that, that, I is know, a,
1: that nobody cares about. Oh, yeah, you are. Sorry, I'm going back to sleep. No,
2: because – Fuck up. Look, <laughs> I'm trying – David Elliott says the challenge of baseball is the fact that it is a marathon. It's 162 games. It's no clock. Need to manage the available players. Play to win or don't. And I do agree with that. And I think, honestly –
0: and but I think that in the
2: the current iteration we need to put more uh more of an emphasis on winning the division because the playoffs right. are no longer the playoffs it's it's a tournament, so you need to right. shift the focus to the division, make that a big deal, make it a big trophy make it something that they these teams actually really want mm-hmm. and then you know but then outside of like with these extra inning games and stuff that's fine that other people do it this way they just they never did it this way and i'm not against change but this one runner it's i like the Both two runners get it. that you're talking about better than the one runner absolutely but i thought it's corey made a great point. point about the three runners because then it's never going to get past the fucking tent because we're just going to – because there's going to be one run or two runs or three runs or four. Like, it's never going to be one run, then one run, then one run, then one Some run, we have the other runs.
1: Well, and and I do want to point out, though, that the Diamondbacks bunted over their man on second twice and one, and they did that by default and won the game in extras doing that. Exactly. Yep. Exact thing.
3: Yeah, just and, and I run. believe that's how – Team Samurai Japan wins so many international tournaments because they know when to bunt.
1: Yeah, and they did that by default, and they've got the team to do it with. They've got a fast team. They can run the base as well. They actually score runs from third base on contact plays. Cubs don't do that. Yeah, because they
3: go, oh, I'm on third? Fuck it, run!
2: I don't
1: even know what you're talking
3: about. figure it out.
2: (laughs) As far as I've ever been able to see... That contact play from third—that is just an out waiting to happen. I've—I've yeah. I've well, never seen that's
3: it. <laughs> because we tend to do it with slow players.
2: So let's take a break because okay, I, I'm,
1: let's take a break because we got to – What I want to do is just take one break and then I need to I, take off my sweatshirt. I'm hot now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got. I know. I got you all mad. <laughs> so, but Cotton, hey, we're
3: we still got, friends, right?
1: We got the Pirates coming up. Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> All right, we're just going to break. I'm not even going to explain it anymore.
3: <laughs>
1: All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com sunranto where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Plus, at other Super Rantor levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Rantor calendar, and special thanks and Rantor recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer, go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto and become a Super Rantor today. If you like the Cubs a bunch, buy your T-shirts from In the Clutch. We've got all the best styles for you. Dansby Sayah, Morel, Two, Clark fly in his double view. Cody Bellinger, smoking Deuce. vintage shirts from days of old. Patrick Wisdom and Nico, you'll look sharp wearing your strove. Ten percent off with the code S O N R A N T O. S O N R A N T O. InTheClutch.com is your store for the most fun baseball shirts on the planet. Don't forget to use promo code SUNRANTO to knock a couple bucks off your purchase. Stack or die, we need more cups. Get it all at In The Clutch. Cause if you like the Cubs a bunch, buy t-shirts from In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch. Get it all at In The Clutch.
0: Do you ever find yourself longing for long walks and talks about catcher metrics? How about a coffee over run differential? Maybe a candlelit dinner dissecting what exactly is the curious case of Miles Mastroboni? If you have, I have just the place for you, the Cubs PS Plus podcast. Come join us. Cubs PS Plus, the Side numbers game, can be found wherever it is you get your podcasts and on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, all at Cubs PS Plus, a spin on the baseball metric OPS Plus. Are you Ready? Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify.
1: Okay. Uh, we are back. Uh, still here with Artie Boucher, Mr. Fourth row uh, filling in on Cubs pod this week. Big Cub fan, longtime ranter uh back here everybody's cooled down a little bit <laughs> i, and I, have, I
2: have and I have both had a costume change
1: yeah <laughs> they're like i gotta change my clothes this i'm all sweaty from having a fight um,
2: I, you know i wanted to jump in with some of the comments over here in the side uh yeah let's let, let's Dominic, let other people argue Dominic gloro uh, I'm still awake. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
3: my my costume change. Um, it's international baseball related. The Hanshin Tigers have clinched the the playoffs for the um the Pacific League. So I'm yeah. wearing my my kusuke Hanshin Tigers uh jersey. Nice. So yay, good job Tigers. They they're doing Facebook great. Facebook users really
2: still awake. Uh, Mike Waller. Uh, Lol, I wasn't going to listen live tonight, but Cotton ranting about clan ball, clown ball is just what I needed. And uh, he also says <laughs> he just needs six or eight of us to talk at the same time. We'll be fine.
3: Well, join the show, Michael. It's like freaking okay. cross,
2: It's like crossfire. It's I like you can't I I understand I anything need to say,
3: This week of Cubs baseball has
2: been demoralizing. It's been it is. It is ripped at my very soul i'm just watching this and i'm dying every day and i'm just getting so frustrated and whatever and then i come on here and uh despite maybe what the outwardly appearance i'm having the best it's this so is the fun. Best, you're best it experience out. you can have this week it's therapy
3: It is. is. This is Cubs group therapy. That's what this is.
1: Better out than in. And if
3: you join our Patreon, you can have group therapy there too.
1: Yeah, we're going to hang out afterwards. Not too long tonight because it's already ten twenty here in the uh, Central Time Zone.
3: And well, it's eight nineteen
1: here, and I'm ready to party. Let's go. All right. So, <laughs> so come on over to Discord. Join us over there uh, with the other 116 of you that are still with us as Patreon members. But um, I did want to throw some transactions. Here's the team we're going with down the line. We did not even mention the fact that Marcus Stroman was activated, pitched in relief. Um, Michael Fulmer went to the IL. Daniel Palencia... Had to come back. Daniel Palencia, had frequent flyer miles this week. He got optioned to the Cubs, I believe. I, I don't know who came for. Oh, well, yeah, he got optioned to the Cubs when Stroman came back, and then Fulmer went back to the IL that he just got off of with a right forearm strain. I don't know if we're going to see Fulmer anymore. Then Palencia came back, so he he went. He went you know, I know Iowa and Colorado is. I, isn't I that
2: really far. hope he didn't have to make the trip.
1: I bet he did. I mean, it was – I wouldn't see why he'd stick around. So he probably got on that plane that day and went to Iowa and then came back. But I would like to know the answer to that question. We lost Anthony Kay, the lefty that we saw a little pitch a little bit for the Cubs. The Mets claimed him for some reason. Um, uh, Jamer Candelario went to the IL. That kind of sucks. I mean, I don't know if he'll get back. Hopefully he's only the ten day, and we obviously need him because we keep losing without him um Alexander canario was recalled on the twelfth um who, b- because of that I'm going backwards in time by the way um but he didn't didn't matter because he didn't play, and he was the move for Can- for uh candelario
3: right we, it's we, really we messed play up play when people do that.
1: yeah sorry what did you i Oh, I just
3: said we switched Candy for Canny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's only Adele in the middle that makes their names different.
3: Yeah. But Uh Canny's the one who – he plays in in lead on in the offseason. He's the one who, like, was out for a really long time because he screwed up his ankle and his shoulder sliding into first base in, in the lead on season last year. Um and it was really exciting that he came back and he came back and he was hitting like on this really great streak and he got called up and I'm like man we're going to get to see canny play and then we haven't really gotten to see canny play.
2: Got to ride the ride the guys who got you there.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you ride the pine canny. Uh, on your candy.
3: Well, I don't know why they <laughs> took him out of where he was doing really well to make him sit on the bench and watch other people suck? But hey, here we are. Anyway, so then we called up Alzalai on September 11th.
1: No, no, we no we didn't. Or, we no, put we him on the IL. IL. IL
3: on September 11th because I can read.
1: Yeah, uh, he went to the IL. That's gonna hurt us uh, retroactive to the day before. Um, cool. another right forearm strain and you know and we got pete Car- Crow Armstrong. so all these uh, people came up to try to help and a couple of the guys who we've been riding our guys there they got like fulmer pitching every game there they was all no- the way
3: to the injured list
1: yeah yeah so we yeah we rode him to the injured list and we have uh luke little got in the game today so
3: I'm I'm really I'm really happy to see Luke Little. I'm really hap- I'm really sad to see what happened to Luke Little today. He was not he was not his best self in today's game. Um, but again your season shouldn't probably, you know, hinge on somebody who got called up from double A doing really well in a relief position. So it wouldn't have helped anything they keep,
2: I love how they keep mentioning that he's two hundred and twenty pounds. Just every time they talk I, about him. Luke Little. Like he's also six
3: pounds. foot eight. Like, he's a very <laughs> big boy. It's not no, like
2: there's he- no fucking way he's 220 pounds. He was 220 he pounds when not. he was 18.
0: Chris Bryant is two hundred twenty pounds. It, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I
3: think I think they have I think they have Christopher Morrell listed as like hundred and fifty pounds or something. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. It, no, like it if you ridiculous. look up if you look it up, Kyle Schwarber is hundred and ninety pounds or something. Right, like
2: but that. they don't mention it. They don't mention it every single time they see him. That's the thing that like drives me nuts. That. Every <laughs> single time Luke Little comes out there, they're like, "He's six foot eight and two hundred twenty pounds," and you're like,
3: like, "No, baby, no, he's not." You Everyone speak. knows he's like, not two 220. If it's a day, are, um,
2: <laughs> Well, at least
1: Daniel Vogelbox is right. He's <laughs> six foot tall, even 270 pounds. Yeah, so I'm sure, sure that's
3: very true, Danny. So <laughs> so very true. Well, I don't know. He that that really might be, be low. A good boy.
1: <laughs> you think he's
3: doing um,
2: 300?
1: I don't know if he's got I 300 on him.
3: At, at this point in the season, maybe not. um pre-season. he probably lost weight
2: on the season. Yeah.
3: You know, I you know, it's so funny cuz I I follow the Mariners really hard too cuz I'm over here in Seattle and like they their their catcher Cal Raleigh is known very fondly over here as Big Dumper. <laughs> Um, for all of the reasons that you would think a catcher would be called that. And I screwed up, poor boy has lost 30 pounds over the last few months because, like, our backup catcher is injured, so he's just playing every single game. And I'm like, somebody, please take this boy out for a spaghetti dinner. <laughs> or five. Oh um,
0: so it sounds like a lot of the... Uh... The batters are getting in the professional wrestling business. You always go to the announcer, and go, Hey, give me your stats, where you're from, everything something like that. Sounds right. like, and, and you know, a lot of them, it's professional wrestling. So it sounds like a lot of these guys are doing that to the the, the broadcast team, slipping yeah. the index card. Like, Here's what I like, want you to say.
3: They're like messing with their fighting weight a little bit. I, I mean, I would be here for a pregame weigh in just for sheer gossip purposes, right. but yeah, or, no. Or somebody um, just saying,
2: Please don't call me Big Dumper. (laughs) Oh
3: no! Like we sell jerseys. It's it's fully like endorsed at this point. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah um Joe, uh, coincidentally joey e. w writing and saying he was a big dumper hey! at a gas station in kokomo indiana today so
3: congratulations. it was in the post it game it's, pre, it uh, it's where you gotta camp. go
0: <laughs> kokomo. so
3: in at, at t-mobile park here in seattle they do like a a, a few you know once every homestand or something they do a drone show where they have like drones with lights that show like, Hey, here's a picture of, you know, Ichiro and all this stuff. But they did one where it was Cal Raleigh hitting that game that clinched them into the wild card last year. And, um, and it just said Big Dumper, and it's like, dude, imagine if you knew if you were in Seattle and you knew nothing about baseball, and you're like just in town for like a business meeting or something. You look at your hotel window and you see the sky lit up with Big Dumper.
1: <laughs> like, gotta get out of this town, man,
2: before something bad
1: happens like, to what me. What is
3: going on here?
2: Before, before get out of this Joey- town. I got to get out of my hotel room. Big dumper out
1: there. There's
3: a big dumper. I got to find that.
1: <laughs> so uh, hopefully the Cubs don't take continue to taking a big dump this week. Uh, they're coming back. Oh look yeah. at
2: that professional segue. You great like that? Yeah. Um,
1: Tuesday through Thursday night games against the Pittsburgh Pirates. In fact, I tried to have comedian Zach Funk come on and talk about his team, but he tested positive for COVID today. Aww. And so he's not feeling he has COVID so show? bad.
2: He was worried about giving it to us through the internet. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh and in, in other uh kind of sickness news, uh, Brian Ziegler, our other Pirates guy, uh joined a cover band. So he what? wasn't available.
3: Yet. Who's he covering? <laughs> I need to know how yeah. details.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, was he was doing a bunch of Billy Joel songs, so he wasn't available tonight cuz he had a busy he's- weekend playing with his new cover band, but uh you know he that's equally as bad as COVID, is I think joining a cover band. But um no, he's an awesome guitar player, but he says he's having fun. I'm just kidding, uh Brian. But
3: good job, Brian. The anyway.
1: pirates are coming in uh and they just swept DC, which we couldn't do. They only got one from Atlanta. They only got one from Milwaukee. They only got one from the Yankees. They're not really playing great, um, but they're going to totally sweep us, right? I mean, that's (laughs) what's happening.
2: No. we were So, for everybody who's listening, before the show starts, we're having these conversations because we've got nothing better to do than to talk about the exact same shit we're going to talk about on the show to each other by ourselves. But we were talking about how they've got... Uh, What do they got? 13 games, 12 games left. They've got 12 games left. They need to win three of these games to reach 81 wins and have a 500 season. And that's going to be the Pirates this week. And then they're just going to get swept by the Rockies, the Braves, and the Brewers to end the season.
3: Remember, this is is all Eric Cosmer's fault.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to go with that, but yeah,
3: somebody (laughs) to point out you can't you can't do anything about it, right?
2: The Pirates have
1: only beaten the Cubs once this year. One Cubs are nine and one versus the Pirates, so they
3: don't have Rich Hill anymore.
1: Yeah, they don't. They're not. They don't have a lot. They got all these rookies, and that's kind of what I'm scared of. Is that the Cubs are playing very deflated baseball pirates within our division would love these young guys would love to make a statement and play spoiler against us and especially do it in front of our face. And if you recall, they did that once before to us in 2018 when we needed every freaking win down the line. In fact, that no fighting in the bleachers game where there was that racist fight that I filmed That was against the Pirates, and it was a loss on a Monday night, like late in the season, where you're like, oh, and then we'll beat the Pirates. and No, we didn't. We got our asses handed to us. Big people are fighting each other. I really
3: wish we had won more games in May.
1: Yeah, and then you look back, and, you know, you got a bad May. You got a bad – I mean, it's been a losing September so far for the Pirates, too. They haven't been playing well, but it's just like – they they are 8 and 7 in that's better than the cubs have been in september so far
2: actually, and they're still like, ahead of the cardinals
1: they're 9 and 7 actually 9 and 7 yeah. and they're ahead of the cardinals exactly so they're not even the worst team in the division so um they are, are not good in anything they're top 10 in taking walks and they have they can hit triples cuz they're fast so but who hits triples these days um Alfie brings up, Rockies had trash starters, still beat us. Pirates are still better than the Rockies, exactly. And then the Rockies are coming back in. We're supposed to beat them. I don't know. Well, you're you're losing Hendricks starts this week. You're losing Justin Steele starts this week. You're Justin Steele lost the Cy Young
2: this week. Oh, yep. I you, know, you think yeah. he lost it? Like, yes. It was so frustrating. No
3: Vote in rewards. So, yeah.
2: I mean, unless- I don't know. He'll get Justin Steele. Will get three more starts. Two.
1: It's, but Snell needs to blow up. You got to go in as the ERA leader because you're not leading in everything else. You don't have the innings. You don't have the strikeouts. You don't have all the other sexy numbers. So you need at least the ERA, and he doesn't have it right now.
2: Well, but if he, but if he gets, a, oh, but he's not. He's probably, if I'm just thinking right, he's not going to see Atlanta, right?
1: Who knows what's going to happen by the end?
2: If against Atlanta, that's going to be at least a bonus. But, yeah, I don't know if he's – I think he's, he might miss him.
1: And the other thing I want to say about the Pirates is that, you know, who knows who – they're all TBD. But we're throwing out – us probably, I'm guessing – Assad, Tyone, and Steele. I do wonder if Marcus Stroman is going to take one of these starts. And this is maybe the last thing I kind of really want to talk about on this on this show, too, it, it, you know, b- big topic-wise, is, you know, Stroman out of the bullpen versus Stroman as a starter-slash-opener. Um,
2: yeah, I can see him as an opener, maybe going three innings, like max three innings, and then bringing somebody in, but...
0: Maybe, um, you know,
2: maybe
0: one of the games against the Rockies at home.
2: Doesn't open. Yeah. He looked pretty good uh, the other day. Like, coming back, he threw. Back-to-back uh, days. Yeah, he threw on back-to-back days. The first day, he only faced eight batters. He walked one, gave up one hit. Um, I thought he looked good. Like, but I don't know. I think, IFG, you brought this up about not putting him in there to get hurt. Like, you really do have to limit him at this moment. Like, I could see playing him, but, yeah, he he can't go full 100%.
3: I mean... The Cubs have no incentive to save him because he's in a walk year, right? Like, if he does really good, maybe he signs somewhere else. Maybe they don't care. Well, but he's not. Um,
2: The worse he does, the more likely he comes back.
3: Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's kind of tinfoil hat y, but, you know, maybe they don't care too much if he hurts himself while he's playing.
1: Well, if he hurts himself though, he will definitely come back.
2: So they, right. they you know Yeah, that's they, the thing.
1: Yeah. So they I don't I'll
2: know. Be... Okay. Real quick poll on on uh we'll do the poll in the chat, but we'll do a poll here on the show. Starter
3: or the yeah. one the poll yep. that I what did say, for Stroman for back that...
2: next year. Stroman yeah. back next year. Put your hand up oh i right oh, now i think he's coming back, back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no as no, of no, right now I think he's back. coming back
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: want him back do I
3: want him back
2: yes yeah. well
3: yeah somebody's got to throw the baseballs and who are we gonna pay for okay so we're me? two
2: and two um, so, so in the chat start chiming in do you want Roman back next year
3: the the poll that I did in the uh, in the Discord for the Patreon members a few days ago was over under two and a half games before he's back on the injured list.
1: Yeah, like Fulmer, same thing. Like he came up for five days and he was, and Ross used him probably every day. I didn't look that up, but like, and then he yeah,
0: the Rocky series, yeah.
1: So yeah and, yeah, and that's what I'm afraid of. I think we're all afraid of that. And and uh Mike Waller, if they if they break him, they keep him, and that's the way that's exactly, be-
3: exactly.
2: so
1: they
3: exactly. Yeah, because and- okay, the clubs have no incentive the, to protect his health at this point in the season. The
2: first four people who chimed in said bring Stroh back. Well Absolutely you,
3: because who do you get if not him? At his well, I'm not
2: even saying that. I'm not even saying it's it's all downhill from him. I'm just saying I like Pedros. <laughs> oh my God, Pedro Stroman. God damn it, Pedro Strowman <laughs> hits me again. Uh, I like Marcus Strowman, and I like the way that he he pitches. I maybe, well, maybe it's all like TBD.
1: It's it's all TBD, and I actually don't really like them using him out of the pen. That's too much of a crapshoot. Why are you messing with him at this point in his career when we're in the time of openers when you could just have him go through his normal routine and like at least give you like ever you got a bunch of well, off he days. finished
2: he finished so, that game though right like he came out and it he did two innings. Right, but that was What's the end of the doing? game. It felt like he was fun. going to finish it it, the game though. Maybe it was it was, uh, it was
1: 6 to nothing and he took two innings. Like this is not competitive baseball at right. this point. The Cubs ended up hitting Miss a bunch Lions. of home runs in the end, but I just I think if
2: I think it felt like they told him he was coming in after the starters out, right? Like you're gonna go Steele and then you're gonna go Strowman. That was the if game. If he was right?
1: told that, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. Against a team that <laughs> you're trying to get in the wild card. What is this spring training where you're just like setting these guys up? I know that they know who's available and who isn't, but for to be, be told Cubs, like Marcus Strowman, like regardless of the, the matchup, you're this, gonna like, come the all
2: the time.
1: And they used him in garbage time. They used him when yeah. it was six to nothing. This is not competitive use of Marcus Stroman. Yeah. Is he's he helping? He's not or a or bullpen
3: is- pitcher. I'm yeah. sorry. Like it's killing me here. Marcus Stroman is not a bullpen pitcher. He is a starter. He has his routine. He has this thing he needs to do before he's ready to go. He cannot be called on thirty seconds before an inning starts to be ready. But I don't to think
2: he was. I think they told him. He's coming in after stealing that game, and he's going to close out. He's going to finish out the game. I think that that was the plan.
1: Well, he certainly wasn't told he's coming into a 13-inning game the next day. Yeah, the, the Saturday, know.
2: but but there's not. There's again, no I mean, telling. 13 they're using – no, they're just
3: yeah, using and him wrong. Yeah, Saturday, he didn't I agree. Play, I agree they're know?
2: using him wrong. I just think of that steal start. I think it was 100% decided –
3: before yeah, the no, game, they were like, Okay, we're, we're gonna eat you in. into this because this is more about you than it is about the team or whatever. But like Yeah, they
2: were they were gonna bring him in whether they had a lead or not. And right. so they brought him in and he pitched two innings and he did a good job. Uh the next game was just you know, we, obviously it was mismanagement throughout they needed it. They needed somebody, yeah. Yep, yeah.
3: they because needed somebody they needed warm bodies, it didn't matter but who I'm
2: saying if you're gonna use him out of the pen. That's how you got to use him because of what Danny is saying. Danny is, I think a hundred percent, right. He has a a, 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 ritual that he goes through. And if you right, tell starter. him he's going to come in, then you got to bring him in. So if you want to start him and say, you're doing three innings, just let him know that. And you're going to get out of there after three innings, no matter what, or if you're going to bring him in after the starter and try and Finished the game, you know what I mean. But it's a one hundred percent thing. You can't change your mind in the sixth inning when you need to bring a guy in. You can't say, "Well, we have a left." I guess we'll up, bring so in we Stroman.
3: No, you can't do that You're gonna have because to- he's not a reliever. He doesn't like know how to be. I, I guess, say it all the time on the show: pitchers are insane, and relievers backup pitchers those guys they're particularly like a special kind of crazy and you have to be a special form of nuts to be able to like know that you're pitching and 45 seconds later be ready to go
0: yeah they're they're gonna they're gonna script him in somewhere probably. right yeah, it's gonna be a scripted For a thing Stroman, absolutely he's
3: gonna know 24 hours before because he's gonna have to meditate about it and, like, talk to the pitching gods and all of these things. All the way up to the point where he actually throws a ball. Yeah. Especially considering the fact that he just broke his rib throwing baseballs. Which
1: just seems stupid to <laughs> to use somebody in a way that they've never been used before. At least not for a long time. To now do something they've never done before. As they come back from injury in the middle of a pennant race. Yeah. So, you know, t- all year long, they've been, you know, oh, let's put Mancini in right, let's put him at first base, let's make uh, <laughs> Nick Madrigal, let's make Nick Madrigal a, a third baseman, let's th- n- not let Christ let's make Christopher Morell a center fielder or a right fielder, let's, let's make Christopher
2: Morell make- and, and everything but one, ex- yeah. Except so, for the one thing he does,
1: you know, all year long. Let's not start. Let's not let Assad start. He ends up being like one of your best starters down the stretch. I mean, it's just like you know. Let's let Smiley go out there a million times. Let's let Stroh pitch injured for half the year. Let's let you know. Just every fucking decision they make has been stupid, and they just keep piling on dumber decisions like the Stroman one.
2: Well, you know what? Speaking of decisions being made, uh, and You know, sticking with what they know and what they like. Uh, Right here, Lil Yumper jumps in here. Okamoto will not be posted this year. He is staying in Japan.
3: I I am not a Yomiuri Giants fan, but I am an Okamoto fan. And uh, the Yomiuri Giants do not participate in the posting system. Uh, Okamoto won't be a free agent until after the 2025 season, and you will not see him available in the United States before then, period. End of story. He is part of the Yomiuri Giants' plan going forward. He hits 40-plus dongs a year. He's not going anywhere. He's not available. Don't listen to anybody that tells you otherwise. Since we're
2: talking about Japanese players that hit 40-plus dongs, uh, (laughs) and we're also talking about pitching – um, what happened? <laughs> what the
3: fuck? We with- <laughs> Shohei?
2: He, he
1: just Oh left. my gosh, he's I'm gone. delighted.
3: No, um, no, Shohei, he yoinked his, his oblique and he's out for the season. Um, he left before that game where, uh, Javi and the rest of the Tigers, like, just mowed over the Angels. Shohei was gone before that game even started. Uh, He left behind a few Angels t-shirts and, like, a duffel bag full of stuff. But he was back in the dugout today, like, just, like, coaching the boys and being a mensch. Uh, So, like, he's, I don't know. I don't see him going back to the Angels again after this season. He's a free agent. He can do whatever he wants. He has nothing left to prove but he's not going to play in another game this season. We have seen all of that we have seen from Shohei. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has put up 10 war with uh, missing a, a month of the season, which, you know, is pretty darn good. Um, well,
2: as Tucker Barnhart has taught us, you rack up a lot of war, positive or war. negative, <laughs> when, you, when you pitch and you play in the field.
3: So true. So true. Um,
1: so, uh, yeah. Well, we have all off to talk about who oh, the Cubs will hold, need, but I want to. I want to get. No, I want well, to get to Waller has
2: Waller has our new T shirt. I think.
1: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I hear Danny in my ears, but cotton in my brain. You <laughs> you, you got cotton in. Your do you brain hear you, me,
3: Michael?
2: You,
1: yeah, <laughs> in, in, in his heart. Um.
2: So, oh, I love we, it.
1: We are hosting a, a competition right now that is being won by Joey W right now. Like, hands down, he's winning the thing. But somebody should make more videos because it's a lot of fun. So make do it a Do a
3: TikTok, y'all.
1: Do a, t- do a TikTok, do an Instagram reel or something like that. Also, hashtag t- chance in the chat right now. Win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. Um, this Wednesday, we're all going to be out in the bleachers. Michael Cotton's going to be there. And uh, we're going to hang out and celebrate Dan Nielsen's birthday. We're going to meet at a place called Almost Home, which is just north of Wrigley Field, right on Clark, right by the Obvious Shirt Store. Um, It's just a little bit north on Clark Street and Grace, right on the corner there. They'll have room for us. There's food there. We're going to meet there at 5 o'clock, and then we will go to the bleachers from there. Because the game's at 640. All these games are earlier than usual. 640, the 705 is done for the season as it gets darker earlier. And, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. Um, I have – let me drop the link in the chat real quick. If you're watching, uh, you can still join the uh, Facebook event that we have for Dan Nielsen's birthday celebration. And if you don't know and you're just watching for the first time, Dan Nielsen is – a was a uh, ranter that uh, died and you know, i put up a picture of him real quick. Cause I think I got it in the brand and he died last year and um, it was a shock. He had a stroke and it's his birthday on Wednesday. So a bunch of his family is coming in from Omaha, Nebraska. We're all going to hang out uh, for the afternoon uh, or for the night game. And we're, and we put a message on the video board and his parents are going to be there. And, Hopefully it'll just be a nice tribute to Dan on his birthday. Um, hopefully we get the the the, uh, d- the W that day. But there are a ton of birthdays coming up. I looked on my calendar here,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, holy cow!
3: October's yeah. a big week, a big month.
1: Well, first of all, today is the anniversary of Ernie Banks' debut in the major leagues seventy years oh. ago today. Um, Ryan Sandberg's birthday is tomorrow. Lindsay Gable, that's our bass player's wife, Lindsay. They just had a child this last year, a little one year old. Dan Nielsen on Wednesday. Joe Kilgallen on Thursday. Then the anniversary of when I asked Ricketts to buy us a team after we lost to the Twins, my man.
2: You saw that That's <laughs> on Friday.
1: Um, Eric Wheelow and Johnny Anomatopia are next Wednesday on the 27th. Stan they Mitchell. share a
2: birthday? Yeah, they have the same how birthday. How can those two people, one salt of the earth and one should be salted? I don't know. How do they share the same birthday? <laughs> be rising signs
0: <laughs> or a something. A little, little bit of yin and yang.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stan Mitchell is on the 26th. Uh, he's a ranter, and so is Ari so- Soglin. His birthday is on Monday, and Hal Oberhide, who we lost last year, um as well. His birthday is on the 26th. So just tons of birthdays. So if it is your birthday, oh, and Levante as well. He's next week. So man, it just, it keeps going. Birthdays, birthdays. And I uh, hope to see uh, y'all on Well,
2: uh, I mean, se- September's the ninth month and everybody says that uh, couples like to get frisky around the holidays. So, you know, Christmas it's
3: that
2: Christmas. yeah, it's that Christmas to New Year's yeah. sort of Stretch into look, it's
3: cold, okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> You're warming yourself up.
1: So, um, yeah, I hope to see you. All you got to do is get a bleacher ticket and come hang out with us. It's we'll
3: cold, d- and there's no baseball,
1: yeah. And there's just uh, who's the guy that said, like, I just sit out the look out the window and wait for baseball and
3: wait for spring, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Who was that? I
3: don't it was know, it
1: wasn't Ty that. Cobb, right? It was somebody good,
3: it might have been.
1: I don't know, it was uh fuck it wasn't honus wagner was it that seems too old
2: no
1: yeah, saying somebody saying yeah
2: we'll know so let's get oh, to these te- joey it's not cuddle time cuddle time uh cuddle time played in the 70s and he no he he wasn't into
0: rogers hornsby
2: Horses- 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 rogers- Horses- <laughs> Horses- <laughs> yes So it was somebody
1: like uh honus wagner was Rogers Hornsby? It's kind of like the same person.
3: It's really
2: weird when a person's
1: first Rogers name Hornsby did not have a
3: brother named Butts.
1: <laughs> so let's. I I got something to show you guys. Um, uh, look look at. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Play it. What?
3: Play it. Oh, uh, I think I just hit that accidentally. It was the last time we were all happy. Versus-
2: Baez hits it on the ground to third,
1: Gonzalez. This oh, play will goodness. always be fun.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow,
0: you got to be, run.
2: oh,
0: oh. be kidding me. This is amazing. You have got
2: to be kidding me. Javi Baez. Keep going.
3: Go. Oh. Go. Go.
2: <laughs> El Mago is back when we were happy that is uh, but see, that
0: is incredible
2: honestly the best call of this play though is, Will
0: Craig is thinking from the umpire just take the and ball I to first base
2: back to first base it's possibly their radio crew at some point just they incredible. started to say the I've calliope the is playing yeah, and the first circus is like there, <laughs> they just lost yeah. their mind. And they were like, the calliope is playing and he's running around. Like they were so upset. So wonderful.
3: Oh, I love it.
1: So I got, a couple, I got a couple of TFCs. This one I would only bring on this show because I hate to mess with these Foco guys because they do a pretty good job on their bobbleheads usually. But I texted Crawley specifically. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like. This is supposed to be Pat Hughes in what? his national... Yeah, his it's national
2: absolutely... that. That is the same bobblehead that they put out for Anthony Rizzo.
0: That, that's like um in the Avengers when Captain America went in time and with Gray and Old. That was like Anthony Rizzo. You know,
3: yeah, when he got exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: this, is, this is Anthony it's Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo the with the
3: TikTok aged filter.
0: Exactly.
1: So, and I and I really And so that's kind of a TFC But I have this too This from HOF reply guy uh, On Twitter He says Can Sutcliffe's mic get cut I'm going through it right now Last thing I need is to hear his constant yapping
3: dude, like, man, Just do what I do Mute the television Do your love- call in the living room It's fine like, yeah, dude, I love that he
2: points out He's like I'm going through it Yeah <laughs>
1: So, and I, I got one more, and, and I don't think anybody else has any TFCs in here. If anybody
2: knows Cubby Bellinger, uh, I feel like Cubby Bellinger could could use a, a good Sun Ranto podcast.
1: But this is my last one, and it's uh, – I like Jenny Carroll on Facebook from one of the Facebook groups says, please unfriend me if you are not a Cubs fan. I really don't have time for people that don't like the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> true,
1: Messi is so true. I, mean, I love you know it. it. I can kind of get. I could got get with that. Um. So we will hang out at Discord. I'm trying to end this show a little bit earlier today, so we go over there because I want to hang out with you guys instead of uh, being on this show. So uh, we've cut it short, which means it's still 20 minutes longer than every other Cubs podcast <laughs> put together. Um. Hashtag Chance in the chat, and you can win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me with a message of love and doom. So please. Get your uh, chances in for the chance because I'm going to draw it right now. Boom, boom,
3: boom, 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 boom. I love how we all have different
1: songs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom
1: Cooper! Hi. Congratulations, Tom.
2: I don't know Tom Cooper. Is this a first timer?
3: Are you here? Where are a- you, Tom Cooper? Yes, he said that the Pat Hughes uh, bobblehead looks like Alex Trebek.
0: Yeah. And he Kinda doesn't does. get it because it no, didn't form no. that that in a form of a question. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> so um, Artie, thanks for coming on and uh, letting us you're not let you. you talk. I really appreciate that.
2: <laughs> Artie has been sitting through <laughs> this whole
3: thing. He's, He's gotten, sitting here like, like, laughing the entire time. It's been delightful.
1: Our on-camera listener.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you're, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Uh, thank you for having me doing the bo- podcast and – um yeah cheap plugs uh wrestling with altitude rmp radio uh podcast um follow me oh, on you the know, social what, you media. know what
2: right i i will absolutely right. endorse rmp radio i listened to it the oh, other yeah. day and uh when Artie first started uh i think wrestling with altitude i listened to for a little bit but then um i'm not like super into wrestling and then this is a
0: yeah. lot of was on yeah. an RMP radio episode with uh, yeah one of the wrestlers. We talked uh, uh, when they we did that uh, that 2020 uh, ESPN thing. A show came on. I forgot what it was. Uh, way back when. Yeah. Okay, I just but then
1: the link wrestling. Yeah. With no, Altitude. I listened but
2: I listened to RMP radio the other day. Uh, you were on with the announcer at RMP radio. The encyclopedia. I forget his real name. Lucas Bradwell. Lucas Bradwell, and you guys had a really good, uh, like, rapport. You guys worked well off of each other, and it was a very entertaining and interesting listen. And for me, look, it's all about that. Like, when, when you listen to a podcast, you enjoy how the people work off of each other and what they're doing. It's probably like wrestling, right? The best wrestling is when the guys are working off of each other really well and they're doing all this stuff. So I, I really did enjoy it. I don't know the guys you were talking about because they're Rocky Mountain so, Pro wrestlers and I'm in Iowa. But
0: we told the story this, of the pay-per-view despite
2: that. Yeah. yeah, I I went through the whole thing. I was like, oh, I'm into this. This is good. So uh, it's Rocky I, Mountain Pro. So yes.
0: in
1: case RMP, yeah. in case you didn't get that, yeah. like, RMP like Roger, Mary, Paul. Yeah. So you just yeah. So the Peter, Paul and Mary.
2: Absolutely, if you're into wrestling, you need to go check that out. And then you need to because they have all their stuff on YouTube as well. And you can watch the shows and you can listen to Artie talk about it. Like, I don't know. It, I'm just saying, it was a really good show, Artie, even for a novice who didn't know what you were talking about. I enjoyed what you guys were doing together and, and listening to it. So, great job. Thank
0: you. And, and so.
2: From an absolute like <laughs> no clue, being able to go through and like listen to the sh- entire show and, and enjoy it, that's I think the highest uh, recommendation I can give.
0: Yeah. And you know, that's one thing we also try to strive to at uh, RMP is that if you are not following the product from uh, for a long time, you can, should be able to, we should be able to tell a story. From where we're at right there, to be able to kind of get you a little bit of the backstory, so you don't have to necessarily go back and to be able to pick up right there and get um, entertained by what's you know currently happening.
2: Yeah, well, check I it out. You nailed it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Everybody, check it out,
1: and uh, we'll be here with you uh, with the Cubs' ultimate collapse this week and next week. Uh, <laughs> this is this is what the Sun Ranzo Show was built for. Um, Go on over to the Discord tonight If you are a Patreon supporter We'll be hanging out there for at least a half hour I'd love to hear from all of you How you're feeling right now During this epic Cubs collapse Um, Here's a a song about another Epic Cubs collapse The Cubs of 69 Nice When Billy and Ernie And Ronnie and Glenn Took everyone for a ride And Fergie and Randy and Kenny Holtzman Had Chicago on their side The day the astronauts walked on the moon They beat Philadelphia twice and the New York Mets were five games behind the Cubs of
0: 69.
1: Hey! They got castigated by Lee. Jenkins enhanced 300 in each pitch, it put their shoulders on ice. While hippies at Woodstock made love in the mud, the Cubs split four games with the Giants. And the New York Mets were eight games behind, the Cubs of 69. Nice. The Cubs of 69. Comes up six. By a little black cat, Don Young was dropping pop flies. Cubs lost two of three on a trip to LA while Charles Manson. slide Holtzman shut down Atlanta with no hits the starters were getting so tired Phil Regan pitched in almost half of the games Neil Diamond sang sweet carol The Cubs ended the season eight games
3: behind.
1: The Cubs of 69, they were the Cubs. 69 hey. The Cubs are-